What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke okay, Davis here in the office with Chris Gehring, and joining us from the road in the city of brotherly love is Zach Rosen. Uh, Zach, you were in Oklahoma City for what may be one of the best wins this season for the Washington Wizards. They made history, winning for the first time in Oklahoma City ever, 116 to 98. Uh, we'll start with that game before we move to the Philly and Philly back-to-back. -back. Zach, uh, what were your feelings after the game? How was the team feeling? Uh, it was a big win. Yeah, it was, I think domination is probably the right word to use. I, I think it kind of came out of nowhere just because of, you know, the how good the Thunder have been playing, especially at home. They were 13-4 and four, uh, prior to this game. At home, they had been playing extremely well, um, top defense in the NBA. So I think, you know, when you look at the matchup on paper, they were one of the best rebounding teams in the league. Uh, it didn't really look like the Wizards were going to match up well with them. Steven Adams has been tough to guard over the years. And, you know, Thomas Bryant, is, he's developing, but he's still – not the strongest, so it wasn't the best matchup for him, and you kind of saw that in the beginning, but yeah, I mean, it was a really dominant win. I think everyone agreed it was the best win of the year, considering where where the game was, you know, playing without three of your projected starters for the season, but it was just a really good overall win. I think everybody contributed. You saw people like Yamahimi, Chase, and Randall kind of have their best games of the season, uh, and it wasn't just on offense. You know, they, they just contributed in so many ways, and, and that's really what got the win is they played – the Wizards just played great defense. They made the Thunders jump shooting, beat them the worst. They're the worst three-point shooting team in the league, and they, they just protected the rim. I mean, sometimes it, it really just comes down to everybody following the game plan, and Brad and Otto both said that after the game, which I thought was funny because you would just assume that was always the case, follow the game plan. Yeah. <laughs> You don't hear that as much in the in the NBA, honestly, from players just like we followed the game plan because sometimes like a team like the Wizards, when you're reeling without some of your best players, you have to follow the game plan the right way or you won't win it. You know, that's really how they what they said, you know, that's what happened. We we followed the game plan. Yeah, I think just from watching at home, it was just you know, every time the Thunder seemed to maybe get a couple of buckets, maybe get a little bit of momentum, which in their environment at home um they have a good crowd and for them with those star players those are guys where it it feels like when you're playing against them that it's not it's not hard for them to get on a run and find a spark mm -hmm. with guys who play like the energy mm -hmm. like like russ um like paul george but every time it seemed like they may have turned a little bit of a corner there the wizards just went on these big runs i mean like 15 to 2 16 to 5 um and they all did it with with the energy on the defensive end and i know that we've said that like ad nauseum for years now how it has to start with defense but like like zach said when you're playing without three starters arguably and you just have to – you really have to pay attention to all the nitty-gritty things. The Wizards made more free throws. The Thunder were bad at the free throw line. I mean, the the other thing about it is, like, it was a blowout, right? Like, the, the energy was different. The Wizards just played better. And the, and the weirdest thing I thought from the game, too, that I didn't realize until the game was over and I was writing the recap, is that the Wizards didn't really shoot that well, particularly mm -hmm. from three-point range. Um, and the volume was there, and that's why. 
Um, they just played with a lot of energy. They got a lot of shots up, which is good because they didn't shoot particularly well. Um, but they, they ca- capitalized on turnovers. They did all the things that you have to do to beat a good team, especially on the road in a tough environment. And I hope that, that this will be kind of a, a jumping off point and kind of a maybe a rallying point as they look at the rest of this schedule this month particularly it's just really hard and there aren't many there are a lot of tough road environments but being in Oklahoma City a place where the Wizards haven't won a lot haven't won ever until Mm -hmm. this season um, I think all of that is just it came at a really good time for this team and hopefully they can keep that energy up it's hard on the road it's hard with all this scheduling and you know we'll talk about London a little bit probably that that's going to throw you know a, a body clock thing into all of this in, in addition to playing good teams but a game like this I think is a is a blueprint of sorts and I know that we've said that before too but I think it has to be for these guys when they look at it and they look at how they're going to have to be consistent going forward and it's 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 going to be hard without John but they I think in a way they know they now know that John is gone for the mm-hmm. rest of the year so they have to look at it going forward and saying, okay, like this is a this was a good game. We play without John. It's going to be this way the rest of the season. And we might get a couple guys back along the way that can help, but this is how we have to do it. And I think that that can be really, really useful going forward. Uh, you mentioned Chase Tom Randall. He had a 30 plus minus, the highest on the team, followed by Jan Mahimi with 29, Otto Porter with 22. You, uh, Chris, you mentioned the team didn't shoot very well. One of those players, Trevor Ariza, was only one for nine, but I imagine it's the intangibles of having a player like him on this team when you don't have Keith and Wall and Dwight, who's kind of helped steady this team. Uh, as we look ahead to tonight's game, Zach, uh, they're going to have to shoot much better than they did against Oklahoma City. As uh, Chris alluded to, uh, they shot 15 more uh, field goal attempts than Oklahoma City looking forward how can they build off of what they did in Oklahoma City against the Sixers I think you said it it's just bringing the same defensive effort um, a lot of it has to do with matchups like you said Trevor had an off shooting night but he was guarding their best player in in Paul George and kind of shut him down I mean Paul really only made a few like tough three-pointers otherwise he wasn't you know he, he got his he drew fouls but he didn't go off by any means uh, and then tonight, again, I think you have to start down low. And this is for t- for tonight and tomorrow, of course, because it's a home-and-home, which is always weird, like a playoff series in a way. Uh, if the Wizards can't stop and beat, they're probably not going to win either game. And in order to do that, they're going to need to throw multiple looks at him, which means I'm sure Thomas Bryant will start on him. Jan Mahimi will come in and defend him. They'll probably go small to try and, you know, make them play the Wizards style, but the trouble with the Sixers is, like you said, is you can't only score, you know, you can't shoot 42% on the road and beat them. They are a high-volume offensive team. They do all the intangibles correctly. They are like they lead the league in the most, I think it's like 50 rebound, 30 assist games, which is always a good mark. That means you're making your opponent miss, and you're also creating offense the right way. Uh, they're, they're just a good team. I mean, they're struggling a little bit as of late. I mean, they're 10-6 and six since these teams last matched up. That's still pretty good. I think most teams would take a 10-6 and six record uh, in the interim, but I think it starts down low, and the Wizards, if they can bring that same effort they brought against the Thunder, which there has not been a lack of effort in recent games, and I think you can go back all the way to uh, the, the Phoenix game after uh, the mm-hmm. that, that road trip Atlanta-Houston where, you know, things didn't really go the way we wanted to, but 
kind of since Phoenix, the effort has been there. So um, I don't think they're questioning effort anymore at this point. It's just our shots going to fall because if they don't, you might be in trouble on the road. You might not be able to do enough to win on the road. Yeah, and it's it's hard to it's hard it's always harder to hit shots on the road. You're in a weird gym, you know. I know that Keith Morris who won't who won't play tonight in Philly, but he always stays after practice and shoots around longer. And I, I remember one time somebody asked him why, and he said partially it's it's just his routine and what he does, but also it helps him get used to just like the surrounding, the background, all those weird things. They vary from arena to arena, yeah. And so you never know. I mean, there's all kinds of factors of, that go into a good shooting night, especially on the road where you just don't play very often. But I also think too that if there's an encouraging sign from the OKC game is that they learned they learned that they can beat a good team when they're not playing their best offensively. Mm-hmm. And you have to figure with guys like Bradley Beal, Otto, Trevor. Um, Thomas Bryant can score really efficiently around the rim. Obviously, that's harder when you're playing a dynamic guy like Embiid and the Sixers who can throw a lot of things at you. But I think that you know, shooting 41, 44 for 101 and winning a game, you have to figure with guys who are good scorers and I think have the ability to be efficient scorers, Otto especially, Trevor especially, um, you hope that those numbers maybe go up. You know, like yeah. it's not like it's it's not like they're going to regress. They might bump up to the mean if that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah. So, I think that that's something that hopefully the Wizards can can find a way to do. But like Zach said, there's no denying that the Sixers are a very good team. They have the star power at the top, and they also just play well together. Um, they've had to work through some things, obviously adding Jimmy Butler. Um, but the bottom line is when you have Simmons, Embiid, Butler guys like reddick um and the rest of the supporting cast you just you're just a hard team to play yeah. and philly is a hard place to win those fans are great uh, and the other thing about the thunder is and i know that i'm at shooter on right now and the wizard just did film and i'm sure one of the things they looked at was like you're saying the shooting numbers weren't there and they should go up but i thought the reason for that was like some of the long twos the wizards took that were contested were just really not great shots and it's because yeah. the thunder were playing great defense Right. Basically until the third quarter, and I think that those are fixable things to look at the film and say, "Hey, maybe you should have passed this instead of shot this contested two and stuff like that." Um, I think for Otto, especially, who I think was four of six from three and three of eleven from two, that's a prime example. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you had that stat right. Um, and oh, the other thing is, guys, do you like the back-to-back? I kind of do because I feel like if you win the game, you know what you did right, and you immediately play the the we play the Sixers tomorrow night right here capital one arena or is that just kind of weird because i've noticed it's not like it's just washington and philly a lot of teams have been doing this back to back yeah it's it's i think it's hard it's like you can do the psychology of it either way right like you win in philly tonight and then you have the momentum you're coming home it's all those things but then there's also just the the fact that we talked about i think last week in the office just just um that it's really hard to beat a team twice in a row mm-hmm. specifically in back-to-back days and I think the other truth about it is that well it's it's nice to come home always um when you're on a the Wizards are on a semi-long trip uh they've been gone for a little while and that first game home when you get back from a trip you just never know it's it's kind of weird both teams have to travel tonight yeah so while the yeah. Wizards are coming home it, it I don't I don't know how you know much of an advantage it is or, or not um but 
you know, we'll, we'll find out. The, Wiz- the Wizards have had some time in Philly. Um, the good thing about this trip, I guess, is that, you know, they've been – the time zone thing isn't weird. They're not coming back from a huge change. Yeah. Um, they've been in Philly for a couple of days now. So, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see how that all goes. But it's um, – it's certainly something where, you, where you, if you win tonight's game, you certainly feel like you have the momentum. Mm-hmm. And the way that this team's been playing, like Zach said, the, the energy's been consistent. I think they've been consistently together. They've shared the ball well. All those things that they've said that have to go right, I think they have done those things, win or lose. And so hopefully they just continue to bring that that level of consistency, and that's how you, you, get, those, you get these wins no matter who you're playing. It's just it gives yourself a chance in the NBA. Obviously, the Wizards still have plenty of talent, so it's just it's just keeping that baseline and then seeing on a night to night basis if they can uh, if they can find it and get those get those runs, get that shooting better. And looking beyond that game, Milwaukee, Toronto at home before we head to London, two big games that it'd be nice to get at least one of these from Philly going into those two games because it's two of the hottest, the two hottest teams in the Eastern Conference right now um, with mm-hmm. the top scorers in Kawhi Leonard and Giannis. Uh, it's it's going to be a tall order. Looking ahead, guys, what do you think of those two games? What do you want to see from this team? I know nobody ever wants to say, oh, there's no way we're winning those games, but what is the formula of what the Wizards need to do, especially when I feel like that Milwaukee game on Friday, that's a game where Thomas Bryant is going to have to step up. Well, Milwaukee is playing just absolutely incredible basketball, uh, particularly at home right now. I think you can beat them on the road, but going into Milwaukee and beating them at this point is, is going to be really tough. But I, I do think it starts with you stop Giannis, you give yourself a good chance. That's way easier said than done. Keith Morris has always been like the Giannis stopper over the years, and now I'm not really sure who that person is going to be, probably Jeff Green. And then for you think them, Jeff Green can do that versus height? And, and I really do think the formula for both those teams is similar. You've got two incredible ISO two-way players, mm. Giannis and Kawhi, and then a bunch, a bunch of really good three-point shooters around them. They both play really good defense. They're deep teams. I think you can use similar formulas for both. And the other thing to look at, of course, would be for the Raptors would be if they're on a back-to-back. I haven't looked at the schedule, but if that's the case, Kawhi may not play in one of those games. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think you can prepare similarly for both. I think the harder thing on everybody's mind is like, oh, wow, we're leaving after the game Sunday for London. We're really, you know, we're home for four days, but it doesn't feel like we're home. Like people are going to be trying to pack and get ready. And so that's, that's going to be the tough thing to juggle, in my opinion. I agree. I, I Anytime you play a guy who is just, um, A, playing really well like Giannis and Kawhi are, and B, in the first place, they're just um, – they're kind of one of a kind players. They're guys that are the, you know, like you always say, like they're on a first name basis with fans. And right yeah. now they're playing, they're playing like that. And so the way it's going to take, I think like we said about Joel Embiid, although Joel Embiid is not the same player as Giannis, not as um, not the same player as Kawhi, but it's going to come down to, again, I think just such a team effort and it's going to take multiple bodies. I think sometimes to, to slow those guys down, you have to, take some take some risks and we'll see what the wizards do we'll see if they throw a a bunch of guys at them see if they let them get their points every now and again um it's just going to be kind of it's hard to play them always and i think 
to a degree you're going to just there's going to need to be a solid game plan and you're also going to need to kind of check the temperature of how they're playing and and so we'll see how that all goes um as we get there but two teams that are playing really really well and i think the wizards have a history of rising to these challenges i think that they are going to do it again and we'll just have to see it that doesn't obviously that doesn't guarantee any wins against these two teams that are just playing um extremely well obviously they're they're two teams at the top of the conference they've lost that neither of them have lost more than once or twice i think in their last 10 um so you know is it you, you bring that effort you're on your home floor all those things are good but um there's a lot of dynamics that go into getting a win and we'll just have to see if if they if they come together it, it definitely is, uh, Zach, as you mentioned, it's not a back-to-back, so Kawhi Leonard will play in that Toronto game, that day game on Sunday. Uh, Washington, 5-4 and four in the division, 11-7 uh, and seven at home. A couple of things to think that that's positive for this team going into and I think these home games. I think 8-2 and two at home in the last 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Wizards have, I mean, the Wizards have played really well at home. We should know. You know, we talk about other teams on their home floors and how good they've been. The Wizards have been too, and so I think that that gives them a good mindset. Should give them a good amount of confidence. I think that the way they played in Oklahoma City should give them confidence going into this back-to-back with Philly, and you know, that's how you start one of these runs that kind of can not maybe be a turning point, but that can that can get you on the right track again and so while this is definitely I mean I think it's the hardest stretch that the Wizards are going to face this season um, they also know that it's a big opportunity and they and they know that every game right now counts I mean the the fact of the matter is you know you're three games out of a playoff spot there is a lot of time but they know that you know any game that you lose is an opportunity to fall further behind and and Mm -hmm. dig dig the hole deeper and I know that they don't want to do that I know that their goal remains the same uh to make the postseason so you know we'll just have to we'll have to see what happens and it starts tonight in philly and it's gonna be the, fun to watch yeah yeah I, i'm looking forward to it and i feel like philly we didn't really talk about them per se but they've got some issues of their own of late in terms of you know yes they're seven and three in their last 10 they've won three in a row but there's some talk of players trying to figure out their roles and what they're going how they're going to play together. Maybe that's to the Wizards' advantage. Uh, what is an advantage is uh, we have multiple ways you can listen to us on iTunes. Please leave us a review. But also, don't forget to check out Wizards 24-7 Radio. A lot of content there, including Off the Bench, as you will be able to hear if you're listening to this episode. But also check out some of our other episodes, our past episodes as well. Uh, Zach, did you get a steak and cheese yet? Not yet. Not yet. You're going to get one before the game tonight? Yeah, or after someone, if Santa comes through with some per usual. <laughs> is it, is Philly it a, tradition. a sea of green because the Eagles are in the playoffs? Yeah, it's it's bad. we got to get out of here, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that'll do it for Off the Bench. For Tell Ariel and Ryan we said hello. For Zach Rosen, Chris Gehring, I'm Jamal K. Davis. Ciao for now, everybody. Ciao.